Good everyone, this is Rita Joyan and welcome to the Unbox Your Gear podcast, how to turn your passion into a profession. Now today's episode is for you if you're looking at marketing your skill set, your product, your service, something that you're doing that's turning that passion into a profession, so the monetization of it. And the monetization of anything requires marketing most of the time. <laughs> like 80% of the time. So when it requires marketing, there are so many things to choose from. And the question that was asked to me was, what marketing didn't work for me? Like, so what marketing didn't work for you is the question. And I'm going to talk about how to choose the right marketing for you specifically. So here's the lowdown. Here's the real deal. The real deal is there's so many different ways of marketing. There's affiliate marketing. There's speaking, signature talks. There's referral marketing, there's actually going out and doing some networking, there is blogging, there's social media, there's video, there's copywriting, there's having a website, that's marketing. There is email marketing. I mean, there is so many different ways that you can do your marketing. In other words, get the word out about what you do and generate leads, clients and sales. And you can do a whole combination of any of the things that I've read. And there are so many more things that I even haven't read from this list. But here's what you need to focus on. If I could go back and change anything about my marketing, I would focus on what, what I would change is looking at what is my strength and doing marketing from my strength. That's what I would do. So when you go into the world of the online space, there are so many different courses, there are so many different products about how you can market your work. And there's so many testimonials about this works and that works and that works. And they can all work. I don't know every person that sells a product. The people that I have come across, this stuff is legit. And, but you need to do your own due diligence and find out, well, what is going to work and what isn't going to work. And the way to know it for you specifically is to just get to know what, what do you want to develop in yourself, number one? What skill set do you want to develop? And number two, what is your strength? And number three, would you enjoy that form of marketing? So in other words, do you want to develop writing, speaking, you coming across on video? Because those things require different marketing strategies. If you're speaking, it's very different to when you're writing. It's different to when you are um, doing affiliate marketing. It's very different to when you're doing email. So all these things require different skill sets. Like what's going to do it for you? So when I was first starting out my things and I was teaching people how to find their passion and I was teaching people how to create and structure signature talks which is how to engage and get clients on the spot with one single talk when I was teaching people how to do that the reason why I could do it is because when I first started my business I had the website I had flyers like I was I was actually physically doing mail drops I was I had um I had an email list I had uh, gee, I had it all. I went networking. I had business cards. I had it all. Like I, everything that you're supposed to tick off and say, yep, I'm now officially in business. You know, I had all of that, but I was making, I had no clients. I wasn't making any money. So what I decided to do is I decided to take a big risk and go and do a talk. And I went and booked a ticket uh, to a different city in Melbourne. And I went <laughs> different city to where I live and I wanted to go and do a talk. And there's a festival called the Mind, Body and Soul Festival. And I put my hand up and I asked to speak at this event and they said yes. And they asked me, what am I going to speak about? And I said, I'm going to speak about how to uh, 
um, how to find your dream job. And it was all about how to find your passion, right? Because to get to your dream job, you need to find what your passion is first, then to get to the dream job, right? So I went there. It was my first time. I was like nervous as anything because this is the first time that I'm going to be doing something and I have to back myself up. I've got to back myself up. I've got to make sure that, you know, because no, previously I had a manager saying that work is good or that's good enough. But now working on your own, part of turning a passion to profession, remember, is believing in yourself. And it's hard to do when all the time that you've been in corporate, you've had someone else saying you your work is good enough, go and do it. Now I had to rely on myself saying it was good enough. So I was there and I was nervous and I remember the reason why I did speaking is because none of nothing else worked for me, not the business cards, not the website, not the leaflet drops, not the network, none of it worked for me. I thought I'm going to give this speaking thing a try. I'm going to go and speak because I can do it. I'm nervous. I'm nervous, but I can speak a little bit. I can do a little bit of speaking and I'm just going to go and talk to an audience and if I get clients, super duper. And if I don't, well, then I'm going to wrap this baby up because I just I don't know what else to do. So I went and gave a talk in Melbourne and I remember I was sweating and the person who spoke before me went overtime, which meant I had less time to get up on stage and start just putting the mic on my head and getting my PowerPoint together and just collecting my thoughts because the person went overtime. The, the, the reason why he finished at a certain time is so the next person could come on and just prepare their stuff. Meanwhile, the PowerPoint's not working. So the presentation that I had created and spent so many hours creating, PowerPoint wasn't working. And I didn't have time to do a, uh, to like kind of collect my thoughts because people were walking in because it finished, the previous speaker finished late. They were walking in, they were sitting down and there were so many people in the room. There was people standing up. I recall there was people standing near the doors. There were 70 plus people in this tiny room and I was packing it and I'm sweating and I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do this anymore because I'm scared and why do I do this? And oh, thank God I'm not, nobody knows me here. So if I just like break down, no one will know about it ever. So I, um, I build up some courage and I just start talking. Like what's the worst that can happen? I just got to get through this. I got to get through this 45 minute talk. I just got to get through it. I think it was 45 minutes. So I started speaking, sweating and nervous and just shaking and then I finally got through the talk and at the end of the talk I made an offer I said listen if you'd like to learn how to find your passion I'd like to find how to how your passion gets to your dream job then here is a form you can just fill in your details and I said it really quickly I'm like I'm not like I fill in your details and um I'm happy to help you find that out and we can work on um a process to get you through that and I thought, okay, I've done it. I did it. I did it. I kept to my word. I did it. Now I can just go home and get on a plane, go home and just like forget all about this. And so to my surprise, I had two people, two people hand in their form and tell me that they wanted to work with me. And I was like, I, I felt like I had the moon in my hands. I was, I, I was ecstatic. I couldn't believe it that after months and months and months of trying to get this, my work just get it up and running. The thing that I least expected was my last resort worked. And the reason why I believe it worked is because number one, I, I thought speaking creates a greater connection. You can really, you know, get a feeling for someone when you're in their proximity. And secondly, I just spoke from my heart. I just spoke what was like I, my PowerPoint didn't work. So my words weren't perfect. 
There was no images. I just, whatever came from my heart came and it obviously resonated with two people in the room. Then I had the confidence of doing another talk and then I got another two clients and then I did my third talk and I got 11 clients. And then that's how my business built through speaking. And um, then I started to teach people how to speak. Once my business started to really grow and I got more clients through, um, people started asking me, how are you getting clients? And I said, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm doing a talk. And can you teach me how to do a talk? So I teach them how to do a talk. Now I share that with you because I enjoyed speaking, even though I was nervous, I enjoyed speaking more than the other forms of marketing. It allowed me to grow and allowed me to create a connection with my audience. And so that's what you want to look at. What's your strength? Because my strength was not writing. I'm not a great writer. I'm better, at, I'm more comfortable speaking than I am writing. And so that's why it worked for me. Other people are brilliant writers. So you should go and work to that strength unless you want to improve on speaking, unless you want to dive into a different level of marketing, which is speaking. And that's when you'd want to grow. But in the initial stage, just to get clients in, just to be able to turn the passion into a profession and start monetizing it, my recommendation would be to work to the strength that you have. What is your strength? And when you're looking for a program or you enroll yourself in a program, think, ask yourself, does this, does this play to my strengths? If you've got clients coming in, great. Then you can now move on to really upskill yourself. But just say, does it, does it play to my strengths? Or if it doesn't play to my strengths, is this something that I want to develop in myself? Is this something that I want to improve in myself? Then I'd say go and do that speaking or writing or affiliate marketing or whatever it might be. Because at the end of the day, your passion to profession is about stretching yourself and growing. In the initial stages to monetize it, my recommendation would be just to work to the strength that you have because you could be a brilliant copywriter. Like you could love writing, then stick to that. You could be brilliant on video and stick to that. You could have fantastic connections and grow your uh, monetization model through affiliates. Do that. Or you could just be like really enjoying networking and you network like a boss. And that's how you grow it and that's how you monetize. Do that thing that plays to your strength. And then once you're getting clients in, once you're making some money, now you can grow out and then do those other kinds of marketing, like speaking, like, um, what is it? Social media, like video, whatever it is that tickles your fancy to grow your self and stretch yourself and then gain a new market share because people who are in social media are a different audience and need to be spoken differently to those who are on just say you're networking with them face to face, right? So it's just a slightly different thing. So the question that I got was what marketing did, didn't work for you? The marketing that doesn't play to your strengths initially is what's not going to work. It's just going to be, not that it won't work, it's just going to be extra learning. But if you could just start with what, what just aligns with you, it just makes things a bit more easier. It just allows things to make the transition easier and to make it happier. So at the end of the day, if I could go back, I didn't need the website. I didn't need the business cards. I just needed to go and speak somewhere and I would have just gotten the clients, right? I mean, obviously results are with God, but I knew that I knew then now that if I could just hone in. So that's why I did speaking was my primary way of building my business because it worked. It worked because it played to my strengths and I had a talk that converted and that's what I started to teach people how to create a talk that converts people 
converts in terms of allows people to get enrolled in your talking or your cause or your product and educates a market um, rather than an infomercial it's a educational session um, or a transformational session that allows people to move from where they are to where they need to be so that's uh, truly what the crux of it is so there's no one marketing tool that works it works for whatever is best for you in where you are in fact one of the questions you need to ask yourself if ever you enroll in any coaching program or marketing program is what knowledge or results do I need to have for this program to work for me what results or knowledge do I need to have for this for this program to work for me so in other words I would tell people uh, I started telling people that if you want to find out what your passion is you have to understand that you need to be ready for it that you need to be in a position where it's a non-negotiable. So you're not kind of dabbling. Oh, I'd like to know. I'd be interested to know. But, you know, you could be interested in bike riding. You could be interested in baking. But you, if you really want to know something, you're going to find a way. You're not going to leave until you find it. So that's the kind of people I want to work with. When I used to say, because that's what's going to get the results, not when you're dabbling, not when you're nice to know. When I was working with people how to construct their talks, I would say to them, you need to have a service if you provide a service, it's going to work for you because a service allows you to get close. If you're selling watches, unless there's something that it's going to educate or different about that watch or a product that's different from everything else, then maybe speaking is not the right one. I'm not the right person to teach you speaking. I'm more for those people who are looking to change people's lives through a transformation of a service that they provide that transforms people. Like I used to work with cleaning companies. They would change people, transform people's homes, right? From dirty to clean. <laughs> what a concept. If you're in the space of changing uh, a person, their home, their space, whatever it is, that's when speaking, I would say, would work for you more so because it's about educating a market first and giving loads of value about how they can help themselves before offering your own service and how they can be helped with your service, if that makes sense. So, and that's why um, I'm asking you to ask the same question because I, that's how I would turn people away because uh, to work with me because they need to do, they need a prerequisite. They need a requisite that they have a service that creates a transformation. Uh, and so that's a question you need to ask every time you buy a product or service. What results or what knowledge do I need to have for this program to work for me? And sometimes you need to have, you know, maybe you need a stronger command of the language that you're writing in. Maybe you need to have confidence on video. Some people don't want to be on video. And if you buy into a video course, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's just not going to work for you. So it's better to just know up front. And that's a question that's really going to be able to help you dis distinguish between what marketing product to really go into. Uh, so that's my ADLQ. So thank you, the, question, the person who asked me that question. Um, what marketing didn't work for me, but also the question <laughs> they put at the end of the question, who is, who do you think is the smartest person in history? At the end of the question, they've asked me, what's, who do I believe is the smartest person in history? The smartest person in history is that person who doesn't go up and down like a thermometer and allows other people's opinion to change them. So the smartest person in history that, is that individual who doesn't allow other people's opinion to stray them 
they're not thermometers because no amount of money in the bank, no position, no title, no amount of um, weight on the scales that you want to see, nothing, none of that. When you can just feel that you are performing at your best and you're giving your best and that you are enough, you're the smartest person because you could be smart at maths, you could be smart at English, you could be the best in whatever you do, but if you are being attached to other people's opinion, that's your biggest letdown whether you're in politics, whether you are in broadcasting, whether you are in corporate, whether you are in any sphere, when someone else's opinion, when you're attached, when you and I are attached to someone else's opinion of us, that's going to bring us down. The smartest person is that person that can divorce themselves from anyone else's opinion because now you stop being a thermometer going up and down based on who likes you, who doesn't like you, who discredits you, who, who credits you. It's irrelevant. And that, I would believe, is a far more smart person than anyone who's gotten any degree or any title because that speaks loudly throughout the whole lifetime versus one moment in time getting a degree or a mark or a certain level of income, right? That's the smart. So that's my A to your cues. Thank you so much for that question. I hope that's been of benefit to you guys. I hope that has helped with you deciphering if you're going to go for marketing. Um, and to what to pick for yourself based on what you, you know, intuitively are strong in. So if that's been of help, please do comment, please subscribe, please share it with anyone that you feel would be of, this would be of value to them. And as always, thank you so, so much for joining me on this podcast. I hope it's I hope it's as rewarding to hear about these and to share, these, share this information with you as it is for me to be recording it and sharing it with you. So I hope you're getting as much out of it as I am by recording these episodes. So thank you very much again. And as always, my advice to myself and to you is that life is a gift. Together, let's unbox it. God bless.